Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me and giving me a little bit of your time. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, uh, tell others about it, help word to spread, thank you so much. Incredibly grateful for that, humbled by it. I will try and use your time wisely. For those of y'all that continue to support the podcast financially over on Patreon, thank you for that as well. I don't think I have a whole lot to report from the homestead. We managed to get the, I think this was yesterday, I don't think I've told you about this yet, we managed to get the Jerusalem artichokes into the ground and went for a walk through the pasture with a puppy dog who decided to growl and bark at the cattle who decided in turn to chase the dog and my wife and two of our daughters. So that was somewhat exciting. Entertaining, at least for the cattle, I would think. And I think that's about it. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the people who listen to and share this podcast, be with them and their families. Guide them through the day. Watch over our nation. Help us to do your will. Help us to help those that have less than we do. Forgive us our sins, both individually and as a nation. Forgive us when we choose our own way and go down paths that you don't want us to or tell us not to. Guide our steps. Help us to seek you first, love you with all that we are, love our neighbors as ourselves. Guide my words, Father, please. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we ask and pray. Amen. All right, so we did a podcast at some point recently on patriotism, and we're going to go back and talk about that out of this book of patriotism, which was part of the Young Folks Library. It was volume 18, I think. Uh, Copyright date is sometime around the turn of the century, 1901-1902, by Hall and Locke Company, Boston, USA. And I think it's Stanhope Press, an F.H. Gilson Company. And this is a whole series of books for children. And and then in the back, which I didn't know because I haven't been through this whole book, this is a book we rediscovered, if you will, in our old farmhouse as we were refinishing it. But it has suggestions for supplementary reading. And the, the reading, folks, is just, uh, I mean, it's phenomenal. Uh, it would be 
difficult to get through, I would argue, for the vast majority of our adults today. Uh, and this was what used to be recommended for our children. Uh, so it's real humbling uh, if you're honest and humble enough to admit that because you see how far we have fallen. But it's a phenomenal resource if you get a chance and you can find an old copy on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or something. It, it would be great. It would be really awesome if we had somebody that would go back through and reprint these today, which wouldn't be impossible considering it's prior to copyright laws. So it would you would be able to do it pretty simply, I think, as far as financial restrictions. But that's out of my purview. So we're going to, I'm grateful for it, that we stumbled across it, grateful to have it. So we're going to read a little bit out of this on patriotism and kind of tie in a couple loose ends. And, and we'll probably come back to this book again uh, next few days. But what is it? So this is out of a, this particular excerpt in this book. It's a collection of essays and uh, letters, I think, speeches that were given. This is titled Patriotism by Reverend W.H.P. Fonts. We've talked about him a number of times. It's been a while, but on this podcast over the last couple of years. So we're going to go back in there. But what is it to love one's country? Is it to carry a banner in a procession? Is it to shout as we see the flag? Is it to fling bunting from the tops of the buildings and send off skyrockets in the evening? Vastly deeper than that is love of country. Deeper than any soldier's uniform, deeper than any pictures of battleships with which we adorn our walls. To love your country, let us get this very clearly before us tonight, is to love that for which your country stands. I love thy rocks and rills. A man who loves rocks and rills is a geologist, not a patriot. Perhaps, quote, thy woods and templed hills, end quote. The man who loves woods and templed hills may not love his country at all. Quote, land of the noble free, thy name I love, end quote. The man who loves his country loves the nobility, the freedom for which his country stands. He loves the ideal enthroned in his country's history. The principle which runs through all the story of his country's past, like a spinal cord. The ideals which were set before his father's. The institutions for which these fathers lived and suffered. The man who loves that for which his country stands. He and he alone is the man who loves his country. The, the point, overwhelming point, which I'm sure I would think is pretty clear from this, is in order to love your country, you have to love the ideals for which your country stands. And so you go back, for example, to our Declaration of Independence and you read some of the parts, the fact that they start with 
the laws of nature and of nature's God, which refer directly to God the Father of Jesus Christ. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That they end the Declaration and for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, again, a reference to God the Father of Jesus Christ, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. So you hear a lot of people today talk about uh, the fact that the country, and I, the fact, I'm using that in quotes, folks, is systemically racist, is broken, sexist. Right. Well, that's not true at all. When you look at the system, when you look at the ideals, the principles of the country, the principles talk about all men and they're talking about mankind, not just men, but men and women being of equal, equal value created by God of equal value. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, depending on God and providence. So systemically ideologically america is the opposite of racist the opposite of bigoted our founders were men they were flawed they made mistakes but the principles of our country are based on the principles of christ and you have to have it that way now we talk about that so often we have I haven't stumbled across this. I probably will. There's a, I'll come back to it again. But there's a great quote by Charles Carroll, who was one of the signers of our declaration, who talks about the people that want to undermine Christianity, want to undermine freedom, because the principles of Christ are the only true foundation for freedom and, uh, and, and our republic, free governments in general, whether it's a republic or not. And so all these people today that complain about Christianity, that, that want to kick Christianity completely out of our institutions, our government, which they've done a real good job. The left has been really successful at that. But those people, you know two things. You go back to this little paragraph I read from Fonts. You know that they don't really love America, which it's that's not really hard to see. That's not shocking because most of them openly admit that they hate America. But what it might surprise you is if you really connect the dots, those people that you know, those friends, uh, those family members, uh, those neighbors that live in your community, wherever you are, it doesn't matter if you're in a big city like San Francisco or some little bitty town in the middle of Kansas or West Coast or East Coast, the Dakotas, right, Louisiana, wherever you are, those people around you that you know that continue to vote and support for the left, which stands for these uh, evil values that are ideologically opposed to our founding principles, to the principles of Christ, right? We talk about them often, list them out. You talk about rejection of God, uh, feminism, LGBTQ, IA, whatever else, nonsense, abortion, illegal immigration, socialism, communism, critical race theory, identity politics. All of these core values of the left are diametrically opposed to the principles of Christ. And so you know that these people don't love America, right? And you also know that uh, they're undermining 
the country. Uh, and then when you really start to dig into it, you can see uh, that, that America, and this doesn't, well, you can see that America is not systemically uh, racist, racist, sexist, bigoted. The, the times when we had those traits, when you're talking about slavery or you're talking about uh, sexism, whatever, whatever it is that you're talking about, those were times when we went against our founding faith and principles. And FDR talked about that. And we've talked about that here on the podcast in the past, too. So uh, if we're going to love the country, we've got to love the principles, the ideals, right? Uh, and, and so what is that? And so Fonts talks about that. And we're, we'll talk about this today, and then we'll probably try and come back to it again, as I said. But so, so what does it mean? How do you... You know, here he says, he's talking about the history, right? Like the spinal cord. He loves the ideal enthroned in his country's history, the principle which runs through all the story of his country's past like a spinal cord, the ideals which were set before his fathers, the institutions for which these fathers lived and suffered, right? That's who loves the country. So you go a couple pages later on in this, and he says, the man who does not reverence religion the man who does not respect Christianity, the man who does not feel honor and reverence for the Bible, the Sabbath, and the Christian God. He is out of tune with American history. The man who goes about this country to blaspheme Christianity is the true, quote, little American, end quote. And the man who is in sympathy with American tradition in the past and with American enterprise in the future, will be the man who gives religion a large place in his heart and in his life. And so if you want to really be a good citizen, if you want to truly be someone that loves America, right? And love, just like in a marriage, love isn't something you can just say you know there's that old meme out there it's kind of a cliche but it says love is it's a verb right it's an action you can tell somebody you love them uh, till you're blue in the face but if you don't show that in actions right so in a marriage you can tell your spouse you love them all the time but if you don't show them each day by finding what's important to them and really putting effort into loving them in actions each day, setting aside time for them and, and focusing on whatever is important to them, whatever that is, uh, then you don't really love them, right? It's the same here talking about the country. You can say you love America all you want, but if you're fighting to undermine her institutions, uh, and I don't mean that you don't support the current decisions of uh, the military or the Senate or the House or education it's it's the institutions the way they were founded those core principles right and and sometimes those institutions you talk about voting right so you couldn't vote or whatever however you want to phrase that or you want to throw it back and say oh well the country was founded on slavery no it wasn't at all slavery was one of the failings where our country didn't correct an obvious immoral decision but the, the bottom line, again, is if, if you really want to be that American that loves their country, you have to put God and the principles of Christ at the center of your life. And, of course, freedom of worship, freedom of religion, First Amendment, 
So do you have to, do we have a, a requirement that in order to be an American citizen, you must be Christian? We're going to force you to be Christian. We're going to force you to adhere allegiance to Jesus Christ. No, we don't do that. That's, that's other countries. You know, you look at the communist countries. China is a great example today. Uh, you, you can be prosecuted, tortured even for following a God, much less the only true God there is, the Father of Jesus Christ. But they're persecuting the Muslims that live in that country to a great extent today, right? Uh, or then you take a country like Iran that's a Muslim country and, and you can be executed simply for not following the state religion. So we're not like that at all here. We're not a theocracy. You have the right to choose to follow God, to choose not to follow God. But that's a separate personal decision from the fact that our institutions, our laws, our, our history, our heritage are all tied to the principles of Christ, to Jesus Christ and God. We're a Christian nation. We're based on those principles. Our success and greatness come from God and Jesus Christ. And if we aren't tied to them at the hip as a nation, we're going to fail. We are failing. You see that today. And so that's what Fonts is saying here. If you don't, regardless of what your personal, what you choose your personal relationship to be with God and Jesus Christ, if you don't make a huge part of your life open to following those principles, you can't really love America. And, and so that's just the way it is, folks. He laid it out. This is 120 years ago, give or take. Uh, actually, this is a lot older than that, I think, but this particular book that this essay or this speech is in was 120 years ago. Uh, but And that sums it up real well. So... We'll come back to this again at some point. I appreciate y'all sticking with me. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America and your marriages. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.